call him Underworld. Black Rob. Watch the whole thing unfold. From 100th Street to 200th Street. Niggas got me sitting on the roof. I drink on scope, blessing a hundred proof. Hand on toast, about the roast. Some kids who flash Rest like they assassin. Pick up my dough and be gay, this honey passion. Got the spot Still on, on my Black Rob playing all the albums. Why? Because love is real. It's not fake. Like you motherfuckers that done already stopped playing DMX shit. Yeah, three hot days. <laughs> of love for X. And y'all forgot. He's still giving Black Rob his flowers since Puffy didn't while he's alive. That shit is tough, man. Like, I'm not even trying to guess. Like, this shit's just good. Like, I ain't saying everybody got to be like a fucking super mega star. It should have been like, no. you know, selling out countries. But it's like, you know, niggas did definitely like. They should have did better than they did. Yeah, it's just it's always like, man, like, I don't know. Once again, like, I'm not in the industry, but I just like, man, like, maybe, I guess I would say maybe some, t- some of the benefits of what it seems like nowadays is that at least, you know, you might be like a more unknown or non-household name, but because <clears throat> of the internet, you probably will still make your bread. But like back then, I just feel like great niggas hit before you had like all these outlets. And it's like, man, it sucks. You had two blueprints back there. Either you was going to sign with a major or you was going to go the Master P route. And obviously, it wasn't a lot of people going the Master P route. So everybody thought they had to have a major deal to get on. And it didn't necessarily pan out for them too well. Yeah, that's a trip. Because, like, I see that, like, conversation back and forth on, um, on like, Drink Champs and shit a lot when they have, like, artists on there. And, like, man, niggas talk about just, like, you know, for all respects and purposes, like, yes, it is all on your hands. It is all in your lap or whatever. But, man, that independent shit, like, Cam is for it. Clearly Ace Hood for it. Like. And I don't know, I just feel like you could, you just get to live, like, such a more chill-ass life. Like, Slim Thug just seems like he gets to just do whatever he wants. <laughs> no fucking problems. Just running through Houston like a muck. Like, every other day, I just want some new, cool-ass, old-school, and all-black, like a fucking supervillain. Like, I feel sh- like that's everybody in Houston, damn near. Like, who, who in Houston is making moves that sign to a major? No, Houston, I don't think Houston, Houston might not get the the love they deserve for, like, really being, like... We we are own, we support our own, we do yeah. our own thing, we don't need all the bullshit we gonna create, like, they Bay Area status, to be honest. Yeah, and, like, it's not, and it's not like, oh, okay, they cool-ish, like, no, niggas is really, really fucking on, right. and then when you see, like, okay, and you'll see, like, your fave or some shit, your favorite whoever, and you'll be looking around the room, and it's like, yo, this nigga always in the room. Like, always in a room and right next to niggas who everybody associates with huge money and a huge fucking influence and shit, but just without the bullshit. Yep. That shit's fucking up. Like, I was looking at, um, I think, like, Freddie Gibbs' story, and he was out eating. It was, like, a bunch of niggas I didn't know, but they were really, really getting to it at a restaurant that I can't afford to go to. <laughs> and then, boom, Slim Thug. And, like, I was like, this shit is fucking dope. And then the next thing is, like, Slim Thug and then Diddy. And I'm like, so clearly, you know, Freddie Gibbs out here kicking it with everybody but right. i'm just like niggas 
like Slim is just always in the room. And it's like, yeah, man, like I could not even could like I drop whatever music I feel like dropping. Like even when he was on Drink Stamp, he's like, yeah, I was rich. Like <laughs> I was rich coming into this. Like, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit at like, all. Niggas knew exactly what to. So, yeah, man, Houston, Houston should get a lot more credit for just. Having like insulated, just balling ass niggas. Most definitely. Yeah. Shout out to H Town, man. Shout out to H Town. Shout out to all the independents. Shout out to Slim Thug. Shout out to Gage the Gear. But since you're talking about it, you know what else is really dope? Um, we're Gil. This podcast, bitch. That's why it's called Just a Dope Ass <laughs> Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to this wonderful Monday evening, Just a Dope Ass Podcast. I am King Carter, one half of your host here. We have Chad Awesome Bald Wisdom, uh, the, the the king of, of all melanin domeness yes. over there. Mm. Um, I'm going to find something else snazzy to throw on there. We can just... I'm going to keep it, too. I'm putting, <laughs> I'm putting all these fucking aliases and shit like attached to my name. As you should, mm-hmm. as you should. Like we just we just gonna make it. If somebody don't hype us up, we gonna hype ourselves up. We gonna oh, hype no, each like, other. That's up. them. They're like that's when this, what we when this blows, it's gonna be like a whole fucking like, and it'll be like, you know, like um, before he was Vision, like Sir Eric von Lichtenstein, <laughs> like you're just a nigga like that that just announces us when we come in the room. Speaking of when this blows. Random, I've had this conversation with myself. Yes, I have conversations with myself because I give the best advice. Lit. But I was having this conversation with myself. Like, what is it like to have interviews with us if we're blown? And I was going through this, I don't want to say conundrum, but like the personality. Mm-hmm. Like, do I want to be a DMX type person where it's like, I'm still me. I'm still the relatively nice guy, but I got a little bit of edge. Or do I just want to be complete, like, asshole status? Or do I want to be Keanu Reeves and just be Mr. Like, I'm nice and loving to everybody and I give all my blessings away because I care about people? Like, mm-hmm. how would that, how would I explain my persona and then going into, you know, I went into my traumas and jadedness and all that mm-hmm. other stuff, you know, playing it out in my head. But when this blows, what would be your preferred personality to utilize long term to survive within the space of f- fandom or fame. I mean, obviously, like you know, not out here giving out my motherfucking uh, <laughs> social security number or anything like that. But I feel like the pod space, maybe um, I don't know, not even like music or anything. Like the pod space does give you an opportunity to give a good portion of yourself and i feel like at least how we run it is i don't really have to pick like i'm i'm who i am you know normally if we're having like a regular conversation and especially if it's somebody like i'm not you know i don't know we i don't talk to every day like y'all have seen conversations with people we don't know people we've known for a long time and you can tell the difference of like oh okay this is a more intimate conversation but I try not to, because I've always thought about that, even like at, at the start of this, it's like, holy shit, podcasting is a space where you fuck around and make it, and I don't have, you don't have to be the guy or whatever. Right. Like, that's why, I, that, even if I was like a rapping ass nigga or an actor or something, I feel like that would be like my issue in the entertainment space is like, it's exhausting. Shit, that's what people say about work in general. Like, it is exhausting to be in a space where you have to maybe cut it on or cut it off or not be yourself or some shit. 
because I even like, you know, we've talked about that just as far as professionally, which is sort of what, what initially had kind of drawn me to the mental health space is like when I'm engaging with clients, it ain't like I'm like, hey, motherfucker. But, <laughs> you know, I can throw a little bit of it, of that in there and I'm like, OK, I can I can be at work. I can make a difference. I can do a thing and I can still be me. So I worry about it a little bit because you kind of, you know, you do have to be aware and not necessarily like I don't give a fuck about really like don't cancel me or whatever but um <laughs> but you know being um I guess not just hitting motherfuckers in the head with with the hammer of of all that is you because you know they just might not understand you or might not be aware so mm. here's where I, I struggle or juggle with that and here's why I have that question in my mind because even though not making it big yet as far as the podcast scene is concerned, I go through that a little bit when it comes to being a therapist. Mm -hmm. Like people see that they may see my post and see, Oh, that's decent insight. Or they see something or they watch on here and see that we're having a good conversation. Whatever the case is, they see, Oh, good insight, good advice, post good advice. That's really wise or whatever the case is, not too long, but whatever. Then they look on a page and they see therapists. Now people, I enjoy having conversations with people, mm. but a lot of people be in my DMs trying to get that free therapy. <laughs> yeah. And that's was like, from a mental health space, you have to, that's communication and boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. When you make it big as a, you know, to have fans, because you can have fans at any level, it kind of doesn't matter. But how do you draw the boundaries of like, hey, I fuck with people. I enjoy with people. I want you guys to have what I can provide. I want to hold space for people and really build bridges with everybody. Mm -hmm. But don't try to take advantage of what I can do and, and get over on it. I think you said it good with, you know, boundaries. I know, like, you know, you look up anything mental health online and people just, like, you know, throw the word boundaries around a lot and can clearly, like, misconstrue or bastardize mental health stuff. We talk about that a lot. But... As we've talked about, and in general, um, big on balance and just the concept of balance all across the board. Have balanced outlooks. Have balanced fucking insight. Balance with how you look. Balance, balance. Balance is really fucking good. Right. Balance is like a tattoo around here. Like, it's, <laughs> it's such a serious concept. Um, Thanos, the, Thanos wasn't a bad guy. Um, <laughs> um, so even from, like, the, the therapy space, because I, I do, like, watch other people like the therapist thing online and that space and those people and i legitimately watch you and like kind of watch how you maneuver because i'm on my little trek on my journey so i'm like okay and one thing i've always thought about is you know from the pod space people who might know me personally or know you know the little funny side of me oh you should make a podcast cool them looking at me in the more so mental health aspect and those who know me in that space looking at me as a podcaster, and it's like it's a struggle because I feel like, you know, it's easier to lean one side or another. But I feel like if you kind of run for the perfect balance, it's like, OK, you look and you might come here for entertainment. You come here for the tits, the booty, ass and all the other shit. And you'll get that. Right. But when we throw a little gem in there, it's like, hey, I'm comfortable with these guys and listening to this. And these guys talk about the shit that me and my homies talk about. But also they're big on therapy. They go, they administer it. They're big on being vulnerable and cool. So now I got the little entertainment people kind of fucking with mental health and I've made an impact there. Also, I think sometimes, at least in any space or job I've had, whether it was just flat out behaviors, whatever population, there's always kind of a vibe and I've seen a disconnect 
with mental health professionals and whatever your thing is, social worker, fucking therapist, this one, that one, where you come so professionally that, you know, the clients who, you know, they might not be good at reading, writing, arithmetic, but if you've had trauma, what you're really good in now is like your instincts are on a thousand. Right. Because anything that smells phony to you, you probably take it as, oh, this motherfucker's trying to do something to me because the last motherfucker that smelled funny did some weird shit. So I, so I associate anything that sounds or feels phony with bullshit. So when you come in with, hello, you know, we need to work on that and process that. And that sounds good on paper, but that's not really resonating. Right. So, you know, if a client hears me say, man, these motherfuckers, they're like, oh, shit. You know, I'll throw a fuck, you know, or just, uh, man, you know, don't, don't worry about that shit. We need to do it like this. Now you feel me as a regular person. So there is a balance that all these things can kind of overlap. So I think about that as far as, you know, tomorrow, years down the line, you graduate and get on my little shit. I don't know that I'd be like the sepia-toned fucking uh, therapist meme. Like, this is what narcissism looks like. Blah, 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 blah. It'd be like, hey, man, like, you know, um, who's the dude, the dude that you send me a lot? Um, the dark-skinned dude, Ky- is it Ky- Ky- Kyrie? Oh, oh, yeah, the brush. Yeah. His shit is like, it still has like that that softer approach, but it feels real. And like, you know, when he's being funny, the motherfucker's funny. When he's saying whatever, cool. So it's kind of like, nah, man, like this is, I'm a regular motherfucker. I got regular shit going on. But also, man, fucking meditate. Right. You know, yes, you know, have a little sip, smack on ass, kiss her. And then after you guys had that, go back and, and talk about whatever the fuck y'all had an issue about. Come into it with some solution-based shit. Like you can... You can kind of split the middle. Like, I feel more equipped to go, yeah, I can get in the space to talk about some Justin L.A. boy post and say that that's toxic. <laughs> but you got to be in that space. It, it kind of looks weird if you're like, use your Zen master shit. But our people ain't listening. Our people are looking at memes and, and, and little posts and shit and using that as a way to go into their relationships. And if you take this field serious and, you know, from a black perspective, you want to help your people, it's like, okay, I got to be able to maneuver through this and then make this make a point kind of like the fucking basis of the goddamn show folks but yeah so it's, it's kind of i'll be really focused on even to my detriment about the balance between the two because even right now as we start out I get a lot of y'all old bullshit and it's like you didn't listen like yes i posted that yes i said that and i admit that to a degree but if you listen you know you can there's 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 something in there so, you know, it ain't just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Right. I just, this is kind of the struggle that I have. So when you talk about balance, it's me having to balance the, the mental health space and my identity within that realm and then also balance the tomfoolery that may come with us in the podcast space. And people don't realize, like, no, we do them in unison. It's easier, like, like my clients know that. Mm-hmm. I can talk to, when I talk to my clients, that's part of my, my spiel. Not my sales pitch because I'm not lying. It's not a script. But everybody that does a consultation with me and they ask me, like, so what What made you get into mental health? And I talk about my experiences and I ex- talk about my, my, my therapy style. That's part of it. Like, I'm not about to be the person that's going to come in here and I can quote the DSM-5 like the back of my hand. That's not me. That's not what I feel that the people that are watching me need. That's not what we need as people of color. And that's the people that I'm trying to service the most. And... <laughs> My spots is filled. Like, I ain't, <laughs> I'm not in here. I'm, I'm just being my authentic self. I, I'll curse them during my sessions, like when I'm using certain analogies or I'm painting certain pictures for them. I'm, you know, I make it relatable. 
And to me, it's just like, oh, I just picked an analogy that would make sense to them. And it seems super basic and I may have some cursing or whatever in there, but I have my clients be like, I don't know how you came up with that shit. Like it makes total sense now that you've broke it down that way. And I'm not using any big words. I'm trained to do this and use the vernacular that comes within this space, but I'm not trying to talk above them. So I'm, you know, I present it in a way that's comfortable for them. But (laughs) those are people that are coming and they want that approach. Yeah. Within the podcast space, you may have we have that duality of like people that come here, like you said, they they come in for the for the ass jokes and the debauchery. It's like, nah, that's just the worm on the hook. Like we do have an actual like purpose to our discussions if you listen long enough. This is like where we at? We at sixteen minutes. Normally starting about fourteen on yeah. up. You know, we start actually getting to the meat of conversations and that's when some people are like, Ooh, I'm going to start talking to them more about certain things and ask them the, their perspective, which is cool. Because right. part of my goal within the mental health space and the podcast space, I've said it before on off air and on air. I, if I, you know, hopefully we can get to like 50,000 followers plus, mm-hmm. but I want to know everybody that follows us. Yeah. I want to have had some sort of a conversation with you. I want to, you know, I want to be personable. I want mm-hmm. you to feel included in this. I don't want to feel like I'm above the people that are listening to us. But that don't mean consultations of this thirty dollars. You can contact me for thirty dollars, and we can have you know a conversation if you really want to get your shit off. But don't try to do it for free in my DMs. Like I, I enjoy talking to people, but that's the boundary. Or you can always call into the show and talk to us about it. Like if you want free consultations, like do it for content purposes. Like you can come into we can we can whatever uh uh Kevin Samuels this bitch like come (laughs) call on in. If you want to call on in and get our perspective on something, like, call on in. And you can talk to us on the show, or you can strawberry letter this bitch and send us an email. Give us a, a dope-ass letter. And we'll read that bitch on air and give you our perspectives. But shout out to people that really do support us. Because some people, like, I've seen them send mm-hmm. me emails. Like, you got an email confirmation that this person wants to sign up for a consultation. It's like, bro, I got to send them a email. Like, I know you. Yeah. Ethically, I can't. But I appreciate it. But I appreciate you actually understanding there's a separation within the space and sending me something to actually pay for my services. It's greatly appreciated. So shout out to those people. I thank you. I appreciate you. But those of you that don't know us and you're looking for information, listen to the pod on a regular basis. Download the Good News Radio app where you can interact with us in the chat and actually have conversations about some things or send us an email. You can go to the page. The email is up there. The Twitter is up there. You can tweet us. Whatever it is, like if you really want our insight or you want to have a conversation about something, there's ways to do this, champ. I I think, I don't know. I'm just really big on the fact of like people is people. So, yes, you do a job. Yes, you do a mental health, you know, you're in the mental health space. Or if you're a fucking teacher, you're a, I don't know, man, a fucking firefighter. Like, people are people. So, us getting up here, talk about the booty ass, like, even that, like, even if it was a complete, because sometimes those are those episodes where it's a salacious thing. Like, even that, I guess, but this is also, like, how I think about a thing or whatever, is, like. (sighs) Is it really salacious, though? Maybe not. Because y'all, not to cut you off, we put a pin in that. Just real, <laughs> real quick. But don't, listen, people, come closer. Mm. Come come closer. Come, come here. I'm going to meet you halfway. I'm, I'm meeting you where you are. Meet That's what we do. Halfway. 
that's not the song you should have been doing in this scenario. But, but look, just because we are two mental health professionals and we talk about the Buddha ass and whatnot, like, therapists be fucking, like, I don't know why y'all act like we're not human beings just because we have a different perspective on life or we approach things. Like, just because I have insight don't mean that my, my sex organs don't work. That's it doesn't was, mean that I'm not a human being. Like, we're, these are all aspects of being human. That's really where I was headed. It's just that, like, if it is like a... You know, if you're just going to continue to look at it like you guys have to talk about real life stuff. OK, cool. But like if we're having just a salacious, not a, oh my God, stop being salacious. Like if we're just having like a, a fun day, a day about just jokes and, and bullshit and we whatever. And that is also like a, a not, not even a coping skill. It's necessary. It's a need. You need time to just have fucking fun. So watch right. us. Oh, my God, I can't. You know, there's people like I can't do this because I'm an A, B, and T. And it's like, motherfucker, we here administering therapy. And sometimes we want to come out here and fucking just have a bullshit fun day. And you should look at that and go, hey, I'm I'm deserving of a bullshit fun day. You're deserving of being human. You yeah. mean to tell me you be, you ain't been at work before and you just decided to scroll through Instagram and double tapped on some ass that you like, male or female. Don't act like it's not happened. Don't act like you haven't been in a professional space. And you've had part of you that is not a part of this professional space. The outside you has not seeped in at different points in time. It's okay for them to coexist. Should they completely bleed over into one another? No, because that's not healthy. You need to have some sort of boundary and some sort of separation to be able to keep, you know, a work-life balance. But does that mean that you have to completely have a different identity? No, they should be, you know, relatively synonymous. Now, here's the issue where I think we struggle with that as black people. For our own survival, we've had to code switch for so long that we don't realize that everything doesn't have to be a fucking code switch. That's where somebody like an ex gets misunderstood because I'm not code switching for shit. This is me. Whatever mood I'm in, that's the me that you're getting. I love you, but I don't feel like expressing that love in this capacity right now. That's true. We have to be able to flip flip that switch off. You ain't got to fake it all the goddamn time. You don't have to be this... This classy individual, like, shut up. Listen, for the record, not faking it is a thing. Don't take that to be a dickhead. I'm not in a super foo-foo space. You can acknowledge that. You can go, hey, man, I'm I'm not in the mood. And that person that you tell it to, understand that person's thing. But also a person who did it, that does not mean that you just go, fuck everybody. Because now you're an asshole. Yes. So if you're not in the mood, like... Balance people, the fucking not even moderation, just you you can do things and regulate your fucking self. You don't be fake, don't be a douchebag either. Fucking y'all gonna stop fucking make me lose my mind. Abuse, yeah, y'all gonna stop abuse. You know what? Fuck it. That's we're that's we're here now. So <laughs> the the question that posted because I know people want to hear it, whether you want to hear it, be mad at us and misunderstand us, or if you, know, you did see the post, you should be following us on social media in general, so you would see the questions and participate in the conversations. Proceed. So, question being, and it was a whole, it's a whole fucking caption because this is everybody's honestly issue. Um, and, you know, mental health goggles, everything just, you know, looks like my first thing when I be seeing a lot of shit is like, you know what, man, that sounds like some shit I learned about a week ago. Like, this is some real weirdo shit. This is some real codependent shit. This is some real. So, today's word is narcissism, folks. Dun, 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 dun. And, while, you know, there are things that I feel sometimes are encouraging a lot of narcissist behaviors, which is some real, it's not even like it, it's some real sick shit. It'll really be fucking you up, be fucking us up as a as a group. And it's kind of covered in 
living, you know, your best life, you know, focusing on you, knowing your worth. The phrase is knowing your worth. Even I've used it, know your worth, King. And there's a there's a there's a thing about everything in moderation, everything like imbalance or whatever. There's knowing your worth and there's overpricing your fucking self. And nobody's saying to, you know, undersell yourself or look at yourself as lower. Like me, for instance, we just said all this mental health shit. It is out of pocket for me to flat out go, I am a licensed therapist. Now, do I have that ability? Do I believe in myself? Sure. But my will that be my worth one day? Absolutely. I 100% believe that. My worth now is a mental health professional with a bachelor's degree who was in a master's program who was actively working in the field at the highest capacity I can. Do I do things that blur the line? Yes. But am I actively, like D.C., having consultations for my clients to come and administer mental health therapy? No. So I know my worth. I know that I'm not no poop butt nigga out here getting paid pennies to fucking white people, you know. Well, no, I'll take that back. Because <laughs> people out here wiping asses and y'all are actually like, let me. Yeah, let me, y'all working hard. Y'all are fucking thing. amazing. Appreciate I just, y'all. I don't have it. I've had <laughs> clients that, that deal in the poop. And that's where I be like, hey, man, we go, we go, we go. I'll see you next week, player. Because that ain't, that ain't me. You got your nurse for that, right? Yeah, that ain't, that ain't your boy with the poop. But. <laughs> What I'm saying is, is I, I completely understand and know my worth. I know my knowledge. I know that I can get in the ring and have conversations. But I also just know flat out, and I've had all the conversations about, like, where school and education doesn't flat out make you whatever. But shit is shit and facts is facts. In order to do what I want to do in life, I have to get the last shit. I don't have that yet. So I know my worth. And I'm not walking around going, well, I'm in it, so I'm a fucking therapist. Because now that's me overpricing my worth. I need to be able to understand my potential, but also understand where the fuck I'm at. And I just feel like a lot of people out here are using that know your worth thing as a way to not, you know, hold themselves. You're using it to deflect, you assholes. That part. What he said. Like, you're just, you know, I'm not gonna. Why not? Like, why not? Like, what makes you so... What are you, what makes you so too good to you too good for the welfare precious? <laughs> you too, so you too good for the welfare, bitch? Like and for what? Like and then it'd be like, okay, man, now make it make sense. What makes you this, you know, this worthy? Cause I feel like even 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 that fucking even the scenario, we got a year or so down the line. I'm fully I'm I'm fucking I'm locked up, I'm licensed up, I'm whatever. That's great. That's great for my worth for me. And the same shit we've talked about here, but if I'm interacting, because a lot of motherfuckers use this in the relationship space, if I'm trying to get this motherfucker over here, I still got to do the fucking interview process. I know my worth means that I, I, especially if I find this woman to be worthy, you go, okay, then I'm going to pretty much work to get on, to get with this company. On the flip side, because I know, you know, this this is not a show if we don't just, hey, women, (laughs) This nigga's got A, B, and C. He's got all the fucking check. So you don't think that he's worthy enough for you to go, I can't. I never just walk up and talk to him. Bitch, why? This nigga's amazing. He's amazing. He's not fucking, no diss to Carl to work at fucking, uh, you know. Hardee's or something. Yeah, Wingstop. Like, that's great. But, like, this nigga has all, and you don't think that you can come out your fucking ass and go, hey, I thought you was, you know, looking really good. I wanted to come over here and talk. I ain't even tell you buy the nigga shit. Because crazy thing is niggas are still cool to be like, oh, you want to talk? Like, let's sit down and talk. Like, I appreciate, like, you don't think you have enough to fucking, like, you can't pull pull your head out your ass to be like, let me go up and pull up on him. Like, hey, man, I was thinking about you. I got you something neat. Like, what the fuck? 
Like, Audie's just like, a good woman would never chase a man. Bitch, why? I'm a bitch. Put your shoes on. I'm a fucking pride. Like, you know? I ain't chased nobody since I stopped playing football. The last person I chased was a quarterback. I ain't chased nobody since. And even, and even I'm that. Not, I'm not going to because I know my worth. And that's not to shit on the women that I've interacted with in between the time of me not being an athlete until now. But I don't see the point in chasing anybody. Because if you're chasing somebody, that means somebody doesn't want to be there. I'll mm. take I'll take that. But also, to not to cut you off, but to use the football analogy, there was there's an active setup. If I ch- I am a I'm a defensive end. I chase this quarterback. I tackle this nigga. My stats are going up. I'm more. There's value in this chase. Like motherfuckers be like, chase me, and it's like, okay, a nigga can't even go. What am I chasing? Like, yes, I got my bad. No, no, no. Make it make sense, because I'm not just a good looking nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I got to pull out my whole resume. I'm in school, or I'm a therapist, or I'm a lawyer. I'm a motherfucking who works whatever. I'm gonna do this, that, and the whoop, 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 whoop. And on the flip side, it's like, okay, ma'am, what you got? Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, it's like, you know. I checked off a lot of stuff here. And not to mention, none of that makes you an amazing partner. So, like, we doing all this shit for what? We have to get to know each other. We have to interact and and spend time and talk and all this other shit. And motherfuckers don't want to do that. You just want to sit there and do the checklist. And it's like, ma'am, would you date you? Like, would you date you? Not even that. But but sticking with the analogy of worth, right? How do you know when something is. Oh, shit, money in the house. Hey, money, what's going on? Um, how do you know when something is high value? <laughs> that's that's the fucking phrase. You when to find out how much something is worth, what do you do? You take it to an appraiser. Mm-hmm. That means you don't know the actual worth until you take it to somebody else and prove to them why it's worth that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Why do we think that we are above having to show our worth to other people to justify our claims? Niggas and overpriced a lot of shit and undervalued other shit. Like we talked about last episode, like even everything I just said, all of that still is in the realm of monetary, which is fine and dandy. Like you, that's a need. You need to make money. You need to have decent levels of income to live whatever fucking life you want to live. Cool. But motherfuckers don't talk about like, how do you judge integrity? How do you judge um, that this person is uh <laughs> You know, like, oh, I'm, I'm looking for love. Well, ma'am, what does that what does that look like? It's called a spectrum. All of that shit. Like, it's like, I'm a bad bitch. And it's like, okay, ma'am, explain it to me. Because I'm not going to lie, ass and titties is everywhere. And it's not to take away that, you know, you were great looking and whatever. But it's like, like, okay, I saw a post, um, and I see this a lot. And I, under- I understand the perspective that, yes, you want to spend time and be around your fucking partner and talk and whoop doop doop. Not to mention, like, if I'm coming home to you every day, we're going to talk. Because, like, this one of the superstar couples out there, fucking Aman and uh, Tiana, that nigga had a post. It was running rampant a couple months ago. And it's like, we don't fucking talk because you're going to come home. And I want to hear about whatever. You went and signed a deal, did some fucking cartwheels, made a music video, directed some shit. I dunked on a nigga. Then I went and made an album. Yeah, this shit is a fucking lit-ass day. And then we come home and we whatever. And you can show me how you poured oil on that. Nicely body, Man, bro. No disrespect to mom, but you—you you won, my nigga. Trumper, for you. no disrespect to you, sir, but 
I don't even think he feel like disrespectful. He seemed like a cool ass nigga. Be like, yeah, I I did what I did. I know what I got, and I understand how niggas feel. Right. For all you insecure weird ass niggas out there, they be like, I want a bad bitch, but you niggas don't even look at me because I'm gonna cry. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> you fucking cowards. Um, <laughs> that's mean. I mean, it's still people have insecurities. I mean, stop that shit though. I want y'all niggas to be better than this. Like, uh, it's tough love. Know your worth, King. That shit. But on the um. On the flip side, and I've said this, and this is not just to sh- I mean, and I, it's really not to shit on y'all. Like, hey, y'all got to stop going. They shit on us, and like for five seconds, step outside how you feel that somebody said something contradictory to whatever your fucking belief is, and go, maybe a nigga got a point. Because there's supposed to be like niggas want to talk to their niggas all the time for six, seven hours. You ever think that that nigga's fucking interesting? If I call, if I call and text DC, I'm gonna talk about politics. Politics gonna run into talking about motherfucking sports. Sports gonna run into talking about some mental health issues. Mental health issues gonna run into talking about Buddha ass, uh, fucking Buddha. Like it's gonna jump, and then we're going to get into the fucking talking about fucking um, Venom. How Venom became uh, Captain Universe and took Thor's fucking hammer and 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 goddamn Silver Surfer's fucking board and made a fucking. It's gonna be a whole outlandish thing. It's gonna be fun. It's like I talked to my niggas. Because they're fucking interactive. We have common interests and all this other shit. And it's like back to how you judge your partner. If you'd have got a motherfucker that had common interests, if you had to develop the skills to go get a nigga, you would develop like, maybe I'm not fucking interesting. And that's not a diss, nigga. You can go fucking, yeah, try that shit. Stop going, oh, that's corny, that's whatever. Try it. And I'm and I'm com- completely just trying to be like Captain Comic or Geek. But whatever that nigga into, he likes fucking, I don't know, uh, corkscrews. I don't know. Fucking. He like. Uh, he's Gary V. Man. He loves wine or whatever. Like, why not? You fuck with them. So what? Like, it's not hard to be like. Oh, let me just see what you're interested in. Let's have a conversation about it. Cause that's what friends do. And if you have a good friend, and then you fuck them, and then you have an amazing relationship, cause it's built on something that's matters, like a real friendship and shit. Why would we do that? I'm trying to find somebody that can complete me, that I can build with. I can build an empire with this person that is just. They they complete me so much. They're my soulmate. I nigga smoke dope, bro. Fuck yeah, like you're tired of shit. Motherfuckers coming up here and be like, you know, it's some he man. You know, you niggas hate women. It's like no man, niggas is rooting for the relationship shit. We just hate how you motherfuckers go about this shit. It's just absolutely terrible. Yeah, man. It's like, oh come on, man. We supposed to elevate at every level, man. Like we got uh, electric cars. Elon Musk trying to get niggas to the moon, and you still trying to come in here with the same fucking shit your granny had and that bitch drove a model t we not the same like you gotta like what the fuck man it's out we out here trying to get we've been trying to get flying cars man i'm trying to be marty mcfly next week and you trying to come to me with the motherfucking horse and buggy rhetoric what the fuck man like damn when it when it comes to the approach and you you brought up approaching the situation why do we think that we have to approach a relationship differently than we approach our friends like I don't I've had know, I friends, don't know. I've had these friends that I've had. Not speaking for me, but this does kind of apply. But I've had X amount of friends. I've had these core three friends since junior high school, right? And we've learned how to grow with one another. We've fought one another. We've disagreed. We have our differences, but we also have a lot of similarities. We support each other. We hold each other down. Like the same way you enjoy your friends and you approach your friends and you include your friends, even though you guys may grow apart and have your differences. Why do you think you can't? put that same type of energy and approach towards your partner who's supposed to be your best friend. I just feel like, I mean, I do feel like people put when it comes to relationship and feelings, and I know that the feelings and shit, they impact different. They hit different. Excuse me. Ain't nobody told you I asked to feel. Ugh. I'm fucking dying. It's me <laughs> bubbling up with the bullshit of y'all. <laughs> but 
fucking feel, dying, man. Yeah, and I feel like there's a bunch of elements because there's fucking shit out there, folks. There's societal fucking shits. We don't we don't even understand like how you know the shit you watch. Like you watch a lot of fucking. I don't know, relationship TV, you watch every movie and it's just like, love means that Dominic is gonna drive a charger through a fucking building and, and grab Letty's hand all because she sneezed. And it's like, man, they don't never, yeah, they don't never just, even though, even though, talking about them niggas, they don't never, we, we don't never pay attention to from the first movie, man. She was wheeling and dealing with that nigga. They was drifting together. That's how that fucking love story happened because they was fucking homies, man. So I think, I don't know, I just think there's been, you know, this romanticized shit of it you missed the friend part and somehow your friend can't be the whatever like i don't think we understand feelings as much and i'm not saying i do but i don't think people are challenging you just gotta fucking challenge the belief why the fuck is this even the thing just anything like why the fuck is this i'm gonna be in a serious relationship but i'm gonna learn to love this individual and i'm gonna put the expectations around this because you should be fitting these expectations within this relationship but you don't do the same thing to your friend I'll be the resident woman spokesperson for the night. Well, Moni, if you're going to say that shit, going to say that shit then. <laughs> you got to get the context beforehand. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel like that's not um, promoted as much. There's always these, you know, relationship dynamics and shit in the same way we talk about Jesus and everything else. It's not even just like, <gasps> yeah, it's not even a diss. It's just, come on, man, we can research everything, whether you was in school or you fucking what you do at work. Like you just research where the fuck did this shit even come from? And once you kind of backtrack and go, okay, this was the idea is like, this is not the only way to approach love. It's not the way, the only way to approach whatever the fuck I'm doing. It was founded on a fucking thing of bullshit. And now it's cool for me to maybe readjust. That's not saying fuck this and fuck that. It's like, bro, the shit that you looking for, why is that shit cool? This is just how I was growing up. This is what I would ever well, maybe it was trash. And no disrespect to your granny, no disrespect to your fathers and all them shits. It's just that's the shit that they got. But you don't but you don't fuck with you don't fuck with the fact that your granny will call you a hoe for wearing a fucking uh strapless bra or some shit. Like, but you understand that that's just her. So why the fuck if if bras are fucking a problem, you don't think that there's some old bullshit rhetoric that bled into something way more important than how you upkeep your titties? So just look differently. That's all I'm saying. That's all niggas is really saying. It's like, yeah, if like I'm fucking, you just want me for my titties and ass. And to an extent, yes, man, there's just goo-gops and niggas that are just horny motherfuckers. But also it's like, you know, it gets me off, baby. I don't. I want to be able to sit in this house and do fuck all. And it's like, yeah, I'm chilling with my niggas. Like, you don't be chilling with me with the boys. There's an element where, yes, some niggas are being pieces of shit. I'm not absolving that those niggas exist. But we don't ever talk about the flip side of maybe you're just not fun. You don't want to try to get more fun. It's more. It's, it makes more sense to go. This nigga's trash. Nigga, maybe I'm really not an interesting motherfucker. Maybe you're not holding the proper space for that individual to really be authentic, and you're sitting up here getting upset because they don't want to be authentic about around you. When it goes back to the tits and ass situation, oh, look at me for tits and ass. Like, what else are you showing them? If you're not showing them any other dynamics to you, then how can they judge you accordingly? Gamer rant. He's always playing a fucking game and I. Pick up the sticks, nigga. This shit is fun. It's two players. I got two controllers. Damn, here. you down. fucking, you do, I man, do you understand how much that nigga would love you if you niggas got double kills on zombies? <laughs> like, you don't even fucking, you are, y'all are missing so much fucking, ga- this game is stupid. You are fucking crazy, bro. Because if you niggas was playing 2K together, like, it would be a wrap. That nigga would be like, bro, I'm not even coming out tonight. Like, we are on championship mode. 
and you don't even got to do it every game. If you did that shit once a week, like, I like this game. I think this game is interesting. That nigga would throw away his entire week to go, look, we going to play this? Like, yeah, this is, I enjoy this fucking moment. You ain't even got to do it once a week, to be honest. If you can find something that your partner likes, and I'm using partner just to be, you know, gender equal within this situation, but I feel like men end up, never mind. So if you just find that at least twice a month or once a month, like this is the day where I'm going to do what you enjoy and I'm going to find ways to enjoy it with you and I'm going to understand it, I'm going to learn it. At some point, they'll definitely sacrifice more time to be around you because you're showing interest in them and you're giving them a free range to be themselves around you. This nigga's got feelings, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> um, Moni said, I agree with y'all. Ha ha, we got a woman, we won. Fucking good night, folks. I'm leaving. Uh, um, I agree with y'all. I've never approached a relationship as a friendship, more like a source of fun slash attention slash excitement, and that hasn't worked out. Not at all. I've only been with like one to two guys that I really admired as a friend. And my grandma thinks I'm a poor girl on Instagram. So I know I got to be some discrepancies in her rhetoric. Love her though. Yeah, man. She don't know the mystery of Moni, man. Moni out here throwing her ass in fucking, uh, <laughs> fucking Russian dignitaries' mouths. And that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Like, fucking like Black Widow for sex. <laughs> fucking falling out of planes with the titties flying and just. Dosvidonia. Like, that's what Moni get down with. Oh. Not the parachute is a picture of the breast. Yes. Yup. And it's never not extra on the nipples. Yup. It's never. And ne- they're pierced. Yeah. Never not titties. Um. <laughs> but yes, man. It just like, I, okay. I've thought about this. Like, um, we've had this conversation before with, with, with our other homegirls up here on the fucking show. Listen to uh, Ladies Night on days when you have it. It's Fridays and Wednesdays, I think. Anyways, but <laughs> the conversation of, okay, you know, you don't have this person as a friend, right? This person is not your buddy. I really don't have, and that, and that doesn't mean you can't want to fuck them too. Like, that's the friend. That's my brother. I could never, that's the nigga you probably should be with. But, or fucking give it a shot. Or like, and maybe not that particular nigga, but those feelings, it's like, bro, when we not fucking, everything else is such hard work because we're not homies. Like, my fucking day is 24 hours, and I'll give y'all the fucking uh, bullshit, because I'm not doing this. I'm not fucking for three hours, but, you know, like, you can kiss my ass. But every session is an hour. We fucking, we fucking back to back. It's our session. It's fucking right. Okay, it's 24 hours in a day, bro. So the best thing we got is fucking, and, and so that's three hours. So I got, we got 21 more hours, and we're going to facilitate that. We're going to, uh brunch and shit so we can become a fucking somebody's son and me mean yeah but it's like there's moments in this where we could have really been like kicking it and facilitating like mutual interest and if you don't got that then what the fuck is your relationship i don't even think i don't even think it's a rhetoric and niggas don't like relationships like it like it is out there i think clearly it's bullshit niggas out there cool but i think niggas be like yo bro like y'all not cool but i know if i say y'all not cool i ain't finna get no pussy and it's like well i should i ain't finna lose all of it which niggas should probably get out of because i feel like we could just change the world man it's it's not cool and i was trying not to say it but y'all kiss my ass brunch is some basic bitch shit i'm just (laughs) i'm just just being just being honest with you the and i'm not saying that going out to eat with your friends is is basic bitch shit the the narrative that it's cool for us to go to brunch on a regular but that's just so played out and corny like what else do you do with yourself well, you're not even doing this as a means to enjoy yourself. You're doing this to fulfill some bullshit need. Who are you really besides spending money to go eat and taking pictures of the plate and your mimosas? Like, there's got to be more to you than that. That's why I say it's basic bitch shit because you're not you're doing it at a surface level. 
you're not really getting to the meat of who you are. You're not even challenging yourself to do something different, which would be along the lines of, say, with your partner, doing something that you think, this is stupid, this movie's stupid, this game is stupid. You say that because you've never done it. Just like he may sit up here and say, that shit that you like is fucking stupid. But if you guys appease each other and say, you know what? Teach me. Help me understand this. Then learn to enjoy it. Maybe you will actually find out this is kind of cool as opposed to just throwing money at the void for fucking social media's sake because that's what everybody does. Everybody rents a boat and has drinks with their girls on the boat and everybody has brunch on a regular basis and everybody goes to vineyards like this is the blueprint that everybody's following for for lady folk for men it's kind of the same shit too we got our same basic activities that we participate in like no think outside the box and actually allow yourself to be introduced to things that are different then you can have good friendships and maybe even have like good fucking with those friends niggas women is all going to brunch and niggas is all going to see the fucking same four or five strippers in a hotel room while they take pictures Corny. with a bottle in their hand looking at their tennis shoes. Corny. <laughs> what stop, is the always Stop doing that shit, hey, buddy, I gotta, Do the gas station people ever just be like, not another one. Like, it's a whole gas station. I, know I would charge. People in gas stations and Walmarts have to be tired man. of these motherfuckers filming these corny-ass videos in there. Like, it's cool. It was cool, like, four years ago when the first it handful of people was over there in the distance that you're looking at. Stop it. Stop Stop all the corny. Male and female. I don't care who it is. Just knock it off, bro. Y'all lost me there. I love Eggs Benedict. You can make Eggs Benedict <laughs> at your house. I'm not even. Are you paying? You're paying a four times inflation for eggs Benedict. When there's somebody on Instagram right now that can show you how to make it in a one minute clip, and you can do it at home, and that's a better experience with your friends. Make brunch. You don't have to go pay for it. I'm not even opposed to like going out to eat because I like all like the little foodie pages. So if I'm finding some shit that's like some just yo, this is some fucking whatever the fuck. Uh, super whatever Yeah let's go there and eat Let's go there and eat And enjoy time Or whatever whatever But just I don't know Like some of the shit Like that has the corniness Attached to it Like I don't know man We just all like Need to have sepia toed shit I mean I guess If that's your vibe But to me Some of that shit Is mad corny But But that's, that goes back To what you were saying earlier Why is that your vibe mm. Did you challenge Why that's what you do Like this This is what, this, this what we do This is what I like enjoy. Why did you challenge that? Did you really dive into that thought and get below the surface and see why do I like doing that shit? What does it mean to me below the surface? You probably didn't. And that's why you're doing it because you think that it's a part of you and it's not really a part of you. You don't even know yourself, which goes back to the know your worth situation. You don't really know you. You know the surface level you, but you're expecting somebody to give you your worth and you don't even really know your own. Bars. Who are you really? And why do I have to pay this price? Why are you inflating the price 10 times over when I know for a fact I can see the Chinese factory symbols <laughs> right here? It, it cost you a dollar to make this. Knock this off. Why are you trying to inflate it? No, I'm not doing that. And see, yeah, and see, some of that is like, I don't know, that kind of goes back to my same little like spiel about nobody's promoting like, you know, just get kicked in the motherfucking head or whatever but things that are important take work take earning i mean i would love to just walk in tomorrow and somebody just hand me my motherfucking uh little extra letters behind my last name but 
I'm in this program because that is the work it takes. But I enjoy, I do enjoy learning and shit. Like, it's all about your perspective. Some motherfuckers be like, no, you're worth it. It's almost like, you know, you want something for nothing. And as I've stated a number of times before, if this is a conversation about love and relationships and all this other shit, we've got poems, we've got writers. If a nigga can write a 500-page book or whatever on the concept, on the concept, niggas done gone. Well, some of niggas went to war for ego, but whatever. We'll say love, too. If this has been the most enamorous, fucking amazing thing that we've been chasing for existence, why the fuck do you think you wouldn't have to show some ass to get it? You know what I'm saying? You don't think you got to bring no ass to get ass, my nigga? Like, you don't think you got well, I did this in the last one, so this time, shut the fuck up. You're going to have to do it again. Like, that's the fuck. Like, if the payoff is that you get to enjoy the greatest fucking thing that this plane has to offer, why the fuck do you think you wouldn't have to give up something to get it? Repetition. Damn. You like, got to continuously do something over and over again to be able to master it, right? Yeah. And it's, you know. It's not going to happen easy. Now, shout out to our brand, honestly, in, in the chat. It said, I cook brunch and have my friends meditate and goal set for the new week. They bring the brunch. They bring the wine. We saving coins this year. I can appreciate that brunch. That sounds more lit. That sounds like more fun and more like, inclusion with your friends. Like we're actually bonding here. We're doing something that is good for us. We're enjoying ourselves. We're really connecting on a, on a on a deeper level than just a surface level. I can fuck with that. Like I know the, I can fuck with that. Like I know the COVID vibes. Oh, Robin. Oh. What's going on, Robin? I know the COVID vibes make this an issue, but just the idea that you go to these brunch things, you go to these outings, especially like, you know, shout out to, it's all black folks. It's all black folks. It's killing all the culture, my nigga. Like, we're sharing it. But you go to these events because you want to facilitate. It's the vibe. It's the camaraderie. It's the, if we're going to talk, you know, spirituality and getting in touch with your ancestors and your people. We've been some dancing, stomping, shitting, drums are a thing, frequency, sound, all the good shit. But personally like you know going to a club is one thing and niggas are you know sitting there taking pictures on the wall but you really nothing has and niggas will say this nothing facility nothing and i'm not even talking from like a financial space nothing facilitates the vibe of unless you niggas get to shooting of a good like backyard barbecue whatever even if you sitting down doing nothing just chilling you know over there like Doughboy boy playing dominoes mm-hmm. some shit like straight bingo wood it feels good that's what you motherfuckers are searching for so to to Every day. See, look at that shit, man. Y'all niggas feel good. Y'all niggas felt good off of that. So what I'm saying is, is to to piggyback off your friend, like if, and not even just from a cheap standpoint. It's just if you could do this here, I guess look to to the why, look to really what it is you're searching for. Because is it? We want to be outside and whatever, whatever. Or are you looking for the fucking vibes? And if you can facilitate the vibes and, I guess, get the shit from the source. Like, for me, I would say maybe some of these brunches are cool, but they might not be. You getting, like, you know, a bargain brand or some shit. You getting the shit from Concentrate. When really, if y'all just uh, uh, look deeper, what am I looking for? I'm looking to facilitate this feeling. I want to put on this outfit. I want to look good. I want to feel this. Well, shit, I know where I know a place that got the motherfucker on tap. Rodney got a backyard. Like, I got to this, I got to that. That shit feels good. You change outfits for TikToks. You you don't have to go out to do this. <laughs> Let's just keep it a buck. You do this just to feel good and take pictures at home by your goddamn self and not go out. So it's it's capable. But then we look at it at certain things in a, in a different light. We think of talk about the the dating space. 
that's corny or is cheap and you're just trying to fuck if you talk about coming to the house and making food and chilling inside. No, I it shows me that I'm worth more if we go to this experience. This is restaurant. my home, bro. My daddy said that shit the other day. Like not even just the home shit, not to cut you. It's just uh looking at expressions of love or what what this means. It's like, you know, not to take away that, you know, titles or whatever the fuck, you know, certain certain things or whatever can but it's like this is not, you know, you don't do this, you don't do that. And it's like, okay, don't not appreciate people, don't not you know, engage in other aspects. That's that's one thing. But to but look at this shit in perspective as what are you viewing as an expression of love? Nigga, I'm sleep next to you. I don't give a fuck how big I am. You could rob me, fucking you could take my innocence, you know, but you could you know, you could yeah, you could have a couple of niggas come through it. But I'm I'm comfortable enough around you, you know, unless you I don't know, some of you niggas might be sociopaths or some shit. But I'm this is my personal space. This is where I come yeah, this is, you are not appreciating that this right here is like, this might not be love, Max, but this is this is something here. And it's like, we just be in the house. Okay, cool. I understand you can go out, enjoy yourself. Cool. I'm not taking that away, but not making that the crux of, and appreciating that some of these little bullshit moments, that's the shit, man. That's the meat and potatoes. Because if you can't do this, if it all is predicated on doing all this shit out here, then this ain't really nothing, bro. Right. Like, if you can't just... Man, we've been sitting this motherfucker for whatever, just smelling like each other, and it's been fucking awesome. Then that's that's where you might have a thing or two. But if everything is predicated on how good we look in our pictures and all this other shit, like how how our uh, how our outfits match, I hate that shit with a passion. I, that's just my personal pet peeve. I've hate I've always hated trying to look like somebody else. Never liked it. Yeah, I'm like, not. We're a really good couple. Like we dress alike when we. Bleh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I'm, I mean, I don't think I, I t- I'll say it like this. I personally would never choose it, but if it's like you know, I want us to look like a thing. I'm not gonna lie. I'll be like, you know, we're on a good, we're on a good foot out. Once again, you know, you can make little sacrifices for your partner. I'll take that. Like, all right, we can, we can wear the same colors. We can, yeah, have, I, we can have similar color schemes. That's as far as I'm going. Yeah, I could really now see that's that's perfectly fine. Me rocking the same thing is not my cup of tea. No. I can't never. I, I would. I can't. I can't say never. Be like, I'll never do that. You might catch me out here disgruntled in the same outfit. No, I'm, we can wear the same outfit. You want to wear the same outfit? We can wear. The same, what dress you wearing? I'm putting uh, it on too. Since you want to wear the same shit, we gonna see how this works out. Whoever, out, hey, whoever, like whoever out here, like you know, gathers this man at some point in life. Me and you can. We can. Fashion over is there. right across the street from my house at the Panorama Panor- Mall. It could be episode nine hundred and twelve. I just want that to be a thing. Outsides will be outsiding for at a thousand. Most definitely, doing a live episode, it'll be so wild. Like I, I like just, to say, me and you can go what? in there. We can get the same fashion overdress. I know where to get it. it now, hey, Come you on. know what? There's some of y'all that said, "Fuck that, whoop, whoop, whoop." But the ones of yous that thought that that was just entertaining and funny as fuck, those are the ones that be winning, man. The one that was like. That's fucking hilarious. And wasn't on some like, you know, I want to put some nigga in a dress. Just thought it was a genuine, hilarious thing to do with your part. Those be the ones, ones who ain't, you know, be fun, motherfucker. Like, y'all don't understand how not fun you niggas are. Like, niggas is weird, bro. Like, imaginationless weirdos. <laughs> Goddamn. Like, I love you. You could never, you would, you would have never made it in Disneyland, man. Like, but they love going to Disneyland. For what? Because it's expensive and the ears and Mickey Mouse and forty dollar turkey legs and shit. 
Bitch, I can go to Food for Less right now and get a goddamn turkey leg and make some greens and knock your socks off in about an hour. I mean, I, I mean, I, I get everybody's like spiel. You know, you like what you like. I'm a nigga who would like, you know, lose his shit going to a fucking con or something like that. So, or which eat. is wildly overpriced for the shit that they sell in those. That's just yeah. utterly disrespectful. Stop doing that. I get y'all gotta make your money, but goddamn. Yeah, like E3 or whatever like that. I mean, I get it. Just Disney has never really been like my shit. I mean, they're everybody's shit now because they own the fucking world, like, which is fucking wild. But um, The Nazis own everything. I mean, um, shit. Walt owns. My bad. <laughs> Niggas don't care. They don't. Niggas don't care. They don't care at all. Like, not even the slightest bit. But it's cool. Y'all don't have to. But. Hey. 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 This is nice. Hey. Hey. Well, thanks for listening, fuckers. We appreciate it. This is the great way to start off your week. Yeah. You got a whole, like, really, you made it through the hardest day. We say that all the time. You made it through the hardest day of the week. It's, it's wrap, bro. The whole we'll be week, back on Saturday. The whole week is a blur. You're not yeah. going to, like, Tuesday, you might kind of have some residual cobwebs. By Wednesday, you don't care. Tuesday, I- you're not remembering shit this week because it's 420 tomorrow, and a lot of you fuckers who smoke aren't going to do shit but smoke your life away all day tomorrow, especially when you get off of work, if you even have to go anywhere for work tomorrow right. at all. A lot of y'all's working remote, and you're going to be in the fucking Zoom chat high as a goddamn kite. So you're not remembering shit for Tuesday. Wednesday will be, uh, 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 Thursday comes, and you're like, oh, the week is almost over, and then it's Friday. And then Saturday, you're right back here with us in the afternoon at 3.30, listening to Justin Dobass podcast on the Good News Network app, as usual. And as we've said, bro, we really here at the Good News, right here, we be fucking get right here, man. We be giving it to you all week. Like you niggas got up today and got and had, and had Keith just in your fucking ear. You just listen to us. You about to listen to Keith with a thousand. Tomorrow you gonna get you some never not extra in your motherfucking ass. All right. We're not even talking about sports, man. You know we didn't. We're not we even covering TGM sports. Aspect. Damn nigga, we not talking about like straight to the league. Fucking sports talk, with Mark and DP. Motherfucking um, touchdowns and tangents. Fucking courtside. Like what are you? Like your whole week is fucking satisfied here. You didn't even. Did you listen to the besties before us? Because they were on, you should have go back and run that back. The fuck is wrong with you, man? And you can do that on the app. Like you can go back and listen to shit in case you missed it, or you can catch it on our YouTube if you want to see the visuals and you just want to look at our illustrious faces, all my shaded melanin goodness, and then bald wisdom and his shiny and, splendor over there. Yeah, man, and other motherfuckers got visuals. It's whole, it's five, six whole faces over there on technical foul. It's them niggas, them niggas got more niggas than Lakeside on that goddamn show, nigga. Like, go listen to some shit, nigga. Like, damn. <laughs> and with that we'll see y'all on Saturday afternoon y'all enjoy the rest of y'all evening have some wane rest up for tomorrow when you smoke your life away <laughs>